This week I'm talking about how a little daily gratitude can improve your mental health and well-being. So, let's talk about mental health. This is Let's Talk About Mental Health, a weekly podcast about mental health and well-being hosted by Jeremy Godwin. Let's talk about mental health. Because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast full of simple ideas for better mental health and well-being. I'm Jeremy Godwin. Thank you for joining me. This episode is all about gratitude, so let's get talking. Just quickly before we dive in today, if you haven't already signed up to receive updates in your email, please take a moment to head over to letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash subscribe. You'll be alerted when new episodes land, plus there's lots of exciting stuff coming up over the next few months, which will be announced exclusively to the mailing list before anywhere else. So make sure you're included at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash subscribe. Now on with the episode. What are you grateful for? What do you most appreciate in your life? How often do you stop to consciously be aware of those things that you appreciate the most? The concept of gratitude has gained a lot of attention in recent years. Some of it good, some of it overly complex, and some of it generic and cheesy. I don't do cheesy on Let's Talk About Mental Health. I focus on the stuff that actually makes practical sense and has scientific evidence to back it up because there's just too many DIY solutions and so-called quick fixes out there, which can be less than effective, and I'm being kind. And so while I'm talking about gratitude this week, please keep in mind that no single action will be the magic solution for great mental health. Improving and maintaining your mental health and well-being takes time, effort, and perseverance. And more often than not, it will involve trying lots of different things over time. So if you think we're going to be sitting around today and being grateful and singing Kumbaya, you're in for a bit of a shock. Gratitude practice is one simple way to help you build a more positive outlook on life. And when it's combined with a proactive focus on other areas of your mental health, like all the different topics that I talk about each week in Let's Talk About Mental Health, then you'll begin to find more and more to be grateful. So I just wanted to be very clear about that up front. Please don't go into today's episode thinking that gratitude will be the magic cure that will fix everything. It's a great tool though. So what is gratitude? At its core, gratitude is about being thankful and appreciative. And of course, there's a lot more to it than that. And to explain, let me quote from Harvard Medical School. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or something spiritual and the link for that is in the transcript. Gratitude is something internal, as in it's something that you can choose to do and incorporate into your way of thinking about things. And it recognizes both internal and external factors in your life. In other words, you can be grateful for things about yourself, such as your ability to write or your quick wit or whatever, as well as things about other people and the broader world. For example, your partner, family and pets, 
the natural world, and pretty much everything that you can think of. At the moment, I'm grateful for the arrival of spring here in Australia. My sincere apologies to those of you in the Northern Hemisphere who are now in autumn, but after far too many cold mornings this year, I'm feeling very grateful indeed for some warm weather. There are lots of different things to be grateful about. Now let's talk about what it's not. Gratitude is not about just saying thank you, because let's be honest here, words can sometimes be just words. Instead, it's about having a genuine feeling of appreciation and thankfulness. But having said that, saying please and thank you to others is actually a really good thing to do because it's a basic courtesy that falls into the be kind thing that I talk about all the time. So I do encourage you to actually say thank you to other people as often as you can. It's good for gratitude, but it's about actually having those genuine feelings of appreciation and thankfulness that underpin the words so that it's not just empty words. I hope that makes sense. Gratitude is also not about only focusing on the positive and trying to just ignore everything else in your life, especially the not-so-positive stuff. Because that's not gratitude, that is denial. It is a fact of life for all of us that we have ups and downs, and unfortunately, shitty things happen. But by choosing to include gratitude as part of your way of taking care of your mental health, you're reminding yourself to look for the positives and to be appreciative of all the good things in your life as well as even the not-so-good things. If you're comfortable enough to be able to start looking at those things objectively and, over time, identifying the opportunities to learn that they present you with. More on that later on when I get to the how-to section. The thing with gratitude is that it doesn't have to be overly complicated. And I think there's a lot of stuff in mental health and well-being where people have made a living off of over-engineering the how-to part, maybe so that they can be seen as the experts and paid accordingly. But the truth is that no one single person has all of the answers, and there is no one-size-fits-all approach to better mental health. And quite often, it's the simplest solutions that have the most impact which is why I focus on simple ideas for better mental health in this podcast. Just doing one or two things may not deliver an improvement, but doing a number of things will have a higher likelihood of finding what works for you. And so it is with gratitude. On its own, it won't magically fix everything. But when gratitude is incorporated into your daily routine, it will help you to begin to focus on what's good in your life and also to focus on what really matters to you. Because being clear about your priorities and then focusing your energy on looking after those priorities can help you to let go of stuff that's unimportant or at least less important than what really matters to you. Now, I talked about priorities back in episode three and letting go in episode 32, so I encourage you to check those out for more about those topics. Now, let's talk about how gratitude helps to create better mental health. Gratitude helps you to consciously focus on what is good in your life and what you appreciate, even if just for a few moments. And when you do that, you'll begin to notice more good things to appreciate. And doing so can help to put the not great things into context. We human beings often tend to focus on the negative by default, and we can often be very self-critical. What gratitude does is it redirects your attention to the good stuff. It's like a much more positive version of that thing that politicians do a lot where, you know, they'll try to distract you with some other story. It's the good old look over there trick. But instead of using that technique for dodgy purposes like a politician, you're actually helping to retrain your focus and your mindset by using gratitude to notice the positive more and to appreciate the good stuff in life. And no matter what's going on, there's always some good stuff somewhere. 
Now, a lot of research has been conducted into the positive effects of being consciously grateful. According to Headspace Australia, showing gratitude can help your well-being in a number of ways, such as helping build new relationships or boost current ones, helping you forgive yourself and others, reducing anger and increasing empathy, helping you sleep better, giving you energy and boosting self-esteem, and finally, making you appreciate what you have. It can also give you feelings of happiness and appreciation, which in turn has an effect on your well-being. And then according to PositivePsychology.com, gratitude can lead to increased happiness and positive mood, greater satisfaction with life, being less materialistic, in other words, less focused on money and things, being less likely to experience burnout, better physical health, lower levels of cellular inflammation, greater resilience, and the development of patience, humility, and wisdom. And the link for both of those sources, Headspace and PositivePsychology.com, are both in the transcript. Now, if you're really interested in digging a bit deeper on the why here and how it can actually help with improving your mental health, there's an excellent article that was also on PositivePsychology.com, which is called The Neuroscience of Gratitude and How It Affects Anxiety and Grief. Now, I'll put the link in the transcript. It has a lot more in-depth information than what I'm sort of planning to go into in this episode, and it cites a whole bunch of research. So feel free to have a look at that. But I think it's summed up really nicely by this paragraph at the end. Gratitude is about feeling the right way about the right things at the right time. It is inseparably linked with self-discipline and motivation. It may not give us instant relief from pain and stress, but it brings the feeling of control back to us. And again, link in the transcript for that. Now, I tend to talk almost non-stop in this podcast about accepting that the only things you can control are your own words, actions, and feelings. And what gratitude does is it puts you in the driver's seat in terms of how you feel about the good, the bad, and the downright shitty in life. You may not be able to control what happens around you, but you certainly can control how you respond to it. And responding in a way that incorporates gratitude helps you to focus more on the positives. And so with that said, let's get into the how-to part of this week's episode. How to be more grateful every day. It might come as no surprise to any of my regular listeners that I'm going to start this section talking about choice. This episode is part of a series of four released in the month of September 2020, which are all focused on mindset. In other words, how you think about things. And the most important factor with mindset is that you always have a choice about how you think about things in life. And that doesn't mean that you can just wave your magic wand and conjure up exactly what you want when you want it, unless you're one of the Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus. But it does mean that you are in full control of how you choose to respond to the things that happen around you and in the greater world, as well as being in control of what you choose to do with your thoughts. So when it comes to being more grateful, it begins with making a conscious choice each day to be grateful. You can choose to focus on the positive, you can choose to focus on the negative, or you can even choose to focus on nothing at all. But the opposite of gratefulness is being ungrateful, which is a pretty shitty way to live. Also, I talk quite a lot about finding balance in all things, and I think there's something to be said here about this being probably one of the very few areas in life where I'm not an advocate of the whole balance is to be found in all things mindset. Let me explain what I mean. The idea of balance is about looking at all sides and finding a solution that fits somewhere in the middle. 
However, when it comes to gratitude, that middle ground between grateful and ungrateful is indifference. And I really believe that being indifferent is just not a particularly pleasant way to live. Could you imagine going through life just never feeling anything about anything? I mean, look, it might sound ideal if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, and I've had both and I still have anxiety, so I kind of get the appeal. But life is about the ups and downs, the light and dark, day and night. And so if we choose to be grateful for the good stuff that happens, both internally and externally, then we will begin to notice more good stuff, which in turn helps us to deal with the bad stuff if and when it happens. It all begins with the choice to be more grateful every day. Next, take some time to consciously focus on what you appreciate in life. You know, when I was researching this episode, I jumped on and had a look at how many different gratitude apps there are. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of different apps that you can download for your devices that all claim to help you focus on gratitude, but it really is just overcomplicating what is actually a very simple activity, starting by asking yourself what you appreciate in life and making a list. Gratitude is just another word for appreciate, and thinking about it this way can make it easier to start identifying the good things in your life, no matter how small. When I was writing this, I went back and had a look at the original list that I started, and I've been doing a gratitude practice daily since the beginning of 2019, and one of the very first things on my original list was being able to order groceries online for click and collect. I kid you not, it was in the first few days. It might not seem like a lot to others, but it meant a lot to me at the time, even though it was pretty small. And it still does, because let's be honest, it saves me from having to go into the store for my groceries, which just triggers my anxiety sometimes. My point here is that even if you only come up with a few things to start with, it's still a few things more than zero. You can and should focus on everything, no matter how small or seemingly insignificant. And by creating a list of things that you appreciate in life, You don't need to think about anybody else. This list is just for you. So don't worry about what's on it. Mine is littered with references to my favorite TV shows, and I have absolutely no shame about that fact. You can make it even easier for yourself by just doing it in a note on your phone, which is the way I tend to do everything, or grab a piece of paper and write it down, whatever works for you. So create a list of the things that you appreciate and revisit that list often, I would say at least every couple of weeks and add to it. And over time, you'll see that it grows into a meaningful list full of all of the great stuff in your life. So that piece is about taking a step back and looking at from a high level, what are all the things that you appreciate in life? And so now my next point is to incorporate gratitude practice into your daily routine. Now, this is one that you'll hear recommended over and over again. And like I said before, there's 50,000 apps out there. Often the idea of doing gratitude practice is presented in these increasingly complex ways and completely over-engineered to the point of making it feel like you might need to, I don't know, twist yourself into the shape of a pretzel in order to do it effectively. You don't, by the way, which is lucky for me because I have no flexibility. All you need to do is grab a notebook or open a new note on your phone and take a few minutes each day to reflect and capture a few things that you're grateful for. I have a note on my phone that I add five to seven bullet points to every morning and I just keep adding it on and then at the beginning of the next year I start a new one. Now I've read a lot of different articles and research papers on gratitude in general but also researching this episode and you might often come across instructions telling you that it has to be different things each day. No, it doesn't. 
if you're really grateful for the same three or four things every day, then more power to you. It's not a test, and this list is not for anybody other than yourself. I do mine every morning, which I'll come back to in a moment, and I can tell you that every day, without fail, my partner, our cat, as well as our previous cat who passed away, and the fact that we live in the country, feature on my list every single day without fail, because they are the things that I'm most grateful for in life. I then choose to add at least a couple of additional things onto that every day, And I like to challenge myself to find different things to acknowledge on top of my basic ones that are the same every day. Because for me, it's about part of expanding my ability to appreciate as much as possible. But that's my choice. You do what works for you. And if that's that you're grateful for your bed being cozy, then you know what? Good on you. Do what works for you. Now, I mentioned that I do my gratitude practice in the morning every day. And that's about choosing to start the day with a gratitude mindset. This helps to frame the day in a more positive way, and it can be particularly helpful if you're dealing with depression or anxiety, because it gets you in that gratitude mindset at the beginning of the day. And then another way that you can incorporate more gratitude into your day is to finish off each day with a bit of mindful reflection. Now, this might sound like a slight detour from the concept of gratitude, but hear me out. I talked about reflection in detail back in episode 12, and it's a way of looking back over what has happened without judgment so that you can identify what worked well, plus help yourself to focus on what you can learn instead of worrying about the negative emotions when things didn't go so well. If you're interested in reflection, check out episode 12 for a much more in-depth look. But basically what I'm talking about here is just taking a few moments each night to reflect on three key things. First, what are one or two things that you learned during the day? Second, if something didn't go well, anything you might do differently in future if you're faced with a similar situation. Let me just say the trick here is to be focused objectively on identifying what the lesson is that you can learn, because you can't change what has or hasn't happened. By focusing on what you can take away from the situation, you're better able to turn a negative into a positive. Because if it helps you to grow, then even negative effects can serve a positive purpose in the long run. And then the third piece for your reflection at the end of the day is what are one or two things that you appreciate from the day? So I tend to do this and I treat it as a way of putting a lid on the day's events and letting go because it allows me to take a step back and look at the day from a more thought out perspective rather than just getting bogged down by the emotional side. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have the emotions, because I do. It helps to distract me from the negative ones for long enough that I can start to process them a bit more rationally. I have anxiety, and I can be prone to overthinking. So I find that this technique often helps to calm my mind, and it refocuses my energy on the stuff I can appreciate instead, especially since I finish that activity on a positive note. I mentioned earlier in the episode that the not-so-great things in life, or even the downright shitty things, can all serve to teach us. And so, in that sense, they can have a little bit on the positive, even if that little bit is practically microscopic. It can take a lot of time to get to that place, and it's worthwhile noting here, as I usually do, that dealing with serious issues or trauma is something that you should be doing with a qualified counsellor or therapist. You should not be going through that alone. It takes time, effort, perseverance, and support. However, this process of daily reflection with a gratitude mindset is something that can help you to begin the process of shaping your mindset to look for and appreciate the lessons in things that happen. 
And just a quick reminder here that you can find the transcript for this episode at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash episodes. So if anybody is finding themselves frantically taking notes, you might find it a bit easier to jump over and have a look at the transcript and that will cover off everything that I've talked about and you can just highlight the bits that you're after. Anyway, my final point in the how-to section here is as you're working through what you're grateful for and what you appreciate in your life, look at your overall health and consider each aspect. Your health is made up of multiple parts, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, and financial. And so when you're considering what you're grateful for, this can be a good starting point in terms of helping you to connect with all of those components. For example, even if you've got multiple bills to pay, you can still focus on or redirect your focus onto the positive in terms of having a roof over your head, which is a really important part of financial health. And you don't need to be rich or draped in Gucci to be financially healthy. Another example is emotional health, which is a component of your overall mental health that focuses on how aware you are of your emotions and how well you deal with them. Just a quick side note here, mental health refers to your overall psychological health, which includes lots of different aspects, such as your ability to learn, to form and maintain relationships, etc. Now, emotional and social health are part of mental health, as are all of the aspects of health that I mentioned, but I split them out because they have a very big impact on how we experience life, and so they need specific attention. Anyway, back to my point. For example, with emotional health and being grateful, most of us know the experience of emotions that crop up from nowhere and make us think things that we might not want to, which then leads to influencing how we feel, but then it's what we do with those emotions and feelings that matter. And so being able to recognize, for example, when you're feeling flat and then doing something to cheer yourself up or change your mood is actually something worth being grateful for, because that's you taking control of your emotional well-being. So start exploring the different aspects of your overall health and consider what you are grateful for in each area. Physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, and financial. Remember, you are focusing on the positives. If you've got negatives in any of those six areas, it is what it is. We're not focusing on those at the moment. I want you to spend some time focusing on the good stuff in those areas. And there is always something, no matter how small. Because when it comes to gratitude and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. Gratitude, like so much of your mindset and even life, is a choice. It's a choice that you make to focus on what's good in life, what you appreciate and what you feel fortunate for. And no matter how difficult things might be, there's always something to be thankful about. Even if that's a sunset or a hug from a loved one, it's not about needing to find enormous things that have some sort of material value. Because what truly matters in life is recognizing that it's the little things that have the biggest impact and which will make us feel the happiest in the long term. It's the people who love you, the things that make your soul sing, and the beauty of the world around you which matter the most. And when you spend time each day focusing on what you're grateful for, then the amount of good stuff that you'll see all around you and inside of you will become bigger and bigger every day. Each week, I like to finish up by sharing a quote about the week's topic, and I encourage you to take a few moments to really reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by the 19th century French novelist and critic Jean-Baptiste Alphonse Carr, and it is, Some people are always grumbling because roses have thorns. I am thankful that thorns have roses. 
Let me repeat that. Some people are always grumbling because roses have thorns. I am thankful that thorns have roses. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. Next week, I'll be talking about optimism. Next week's episode goes out on the 5th of October here in Australia, which will be the afternoon or evening of the 4th in most other countries. And it's a special one for me because there are two big things happening that week. The first is that the 10th of October is World Mental Health Day, plus there are lots of mental health events happening around the world in the month of October. And the second is that the 7th of October will be the first anniversary of Let's Talk About Mental Health. So to celebrate, I've decided to make the episodes in October all about the foundations of good mental health. Four topics that go to the heart of all the things I talk about throughout this podcast and in my writing. So in next week's episode, I'll be talking about what optimism is and more specifically, what realistic optimism is why it's a big part of good mental health, and how to be more realistically optimistic. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Monday morning in Australia and New Zealand, Sunday evening in the UK, Ireland and Europe, and Sunday afternoon in the US and Canada. You can find past episodes and additional content at the website, which is letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. And you can also find Let's Talk About Mental Health on Instagram, Facebook and Pinterest at LTA Mental Health, as well as on YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform and tell someone you know about the show, because word of mouth really helps new people to discover the program. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time.